Welcome to Therapy for Nerds, the show where licensed mental health professionals use their favorite topics like TV, books, games, and movies to provide psychoeducation on mental health. Please note, this is not meant to be a replacement for mental health treatment or services. Hi everyone, Casty Russell here with Therapy for Nerds along with... Abby, and how's everyone doing? I know, I'm doing exhausted because... I did not sleep last night. Well, I I would have slept, but someone in my house is teething, so no <laughs> one sleeps. That's super valid. <laughs> yeah. Um, but today I wanted to talk about video game music, especially because I heard recently at the Grammys, a video game actually won a Grammy this year. Hmm. That I didn't know. Yes, uh, the recent Assassin's Creed game, I guess, won a Grammy. That's so interesting. Is that the first time um, a video game has won a Grammy? To my knowledge, yes. But I feel like I should fact check myself before <laughs> I put that on the internet. <laughs> That's okay. You know, we're uh, it's 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 rare enough <laughs> that it doesn't happen often, and we know that this is some this is somewhat of a big ordeal. Yeah. Yeah, it it just feels like uh, the mainstream is kind of picking up on how video game music can actually be good and beneficial. I know, uh, I know, I saw this in a study a while ago saying that video game music is especially good for helping people concentrate on tasks because video game music is made in a way to help you focus on the video game and so if you switch it out the video game part out for some kind of task that you want to complete like say homework Mm -hmm. it can help you complete that task especially for my ADHD clients that's something that I highly recommend is listening to video game music while they're trying to do homework Interesting. Yeah. I've never heard about that specifically. However, I do know that any type of noise for for some individuals, sometimes when it's just too um, quiet, it makes it harder to concentrate and focus on whatever it is in front of you. Like that's why like white noise machines exist. And I I was mentioning to Cassidy earlier that I've also heard of like brown noise. Um, But I think that makes a lot of sense of what you're saying, because you know, I'm just envisioning myself playing a video game and a lot of video game music is very, um, what's the word? It's like projecting the game forward or helping you to progress in something and it it like slowly Mm -hmm. progresses in the sound too. It's not, Mm -hmm. I don't feel like it's, I don't feel like all of it is very pressuring, but it does make you feel like you're moving towards something most of the time, just generally speaking about video game type music. Well, you also have to think of like the way video game music is kind of set up, because if you're listening to an average song, right, there's like, there's a, there's an introduction, a buildup, a climax, and then a falling down in like your average song, right? But when you come, when it comes to video game music, it's set up in a way where it loops continuously so you're not having that like drop off and start up and drop off and start up for the most part like I'm sure there's some exceptions to that 
but it's more continuous and more smooth so it doesn't interrupt the flow. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And that's, you know, I think a lot of the music, like you said, it's like it's made for the game. So it has intention and purpose where a lot and most not all um, video game music, but most of it is instrumental. Mm hmm. Which I feel like I've, and I've, again, maybe I should fact check this before I start talking too, but the discussion of like where language is in your head. So I've heard, I remember being in a psychology class in college and them, them talking about how you can't, it's very difficult for you to write words while being on the phone and listening to someone, but it is easy for you to draw pictures because the words, when you, when you hear words and you write words, it comes from the same part of your brain, which causes mm -hmm. confusion. So I feel like when you're trying to focus on something like studying or, or reading or whatever, it would be very difficult to hear songs that have lyrics versus yeah. songs that are instrumental. Yeah. It's funny when you started saying that, like a song that came into my head, which has lyrics, but it's from a video game is like the, the song from one of the levels in Sonic Adventure Battle 2. Mm. And like specifically that video game, and I remember that a lot of the levels had lyric songs in them, but like one of the first ones, if not the first one, was like throwing in around at the yes. speed of sound. That's and one like, of my that just... <laughs> But it's so funny. Too, I was gonna say like some of my favorite albums are Sonic One uh, Adventure One and Two, and they do have. There's um, a lot of songs that do have lyrics and some that don't have lyrics, but all the songs are very uplifting and very motivating. So whether yes. that's I really study on this paper or like I need to, um, you know, do 20 miles on this this elliptical or whatever, mm -hmm. it really pushes you forward and motivates you to do your best. I think most most of these songs are not. Um, some of them are scene setters, like I'm thinking of like um, the haunted house scenes um, in Super Mario world um mm. which are kind of scary obviously they're setting the scene and like making you feel very like spooked but none of it is like nothing I, I can't think of one video game song that's very like depressive of like mm, you can't do this just don't try <laughs> you know uh, stay outside of like, the house or the castle or whatever it is just don't come inside yeah I can't think of any either and that's funny I was gonna ask you like what your favorite video game music was um, or like what what game has the best music in your opinion you know it's so funny so i know like this is a huge meme of like the lo-fi girl from youtube so there's a channel that has lo-fi zelda um music on youtube i've watched you know? that i've watched it <laughs> that's my I've, favorite i've watched it i've done yoga to it i literally gave birth to it <laughs> I'm not kidding yeah, you. You're very, you're very connected to that one then, yeah. I don't know. Fair, I was in labor for like 36 hours, so 36 we did a hours? lot. Yeah, you had time. <laughs> we had time, we did a lot. But um, <laughs> one of the things, one of the things my husband did was put lo-fi songs on to help like chill yeah. the room, but yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's definitely a seat setter. Um, I, I, I'm pretty, I'm a big one on that. Like, I like the lo-fi. However, I've been, like, you know, just a consumer myself, I've been to a lot of those orchestrated um, video game music things. So I've been to several of the Final Fantasy, like, Distant Worlds ones, and I've been to, like, several of the Symphony of Goddess, like, Zelda ones, and, like, 
yeah, it's different. I don't know. It's not the same as going to a concert. It's the music itself is very, I don't, do you think it's because we're nostalgic for it? Like, do you think it has something to do with like how we feel as children and like us playing these games? Or do you think it's the composure, like how people compose the music? I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if it's like a mixture, but I do think there's something to be said for the composition of the music itself. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I remember early college going to one for Final Fantasy and like I had played a lot of Final Fantasy games but I I hadn't played all of them and it it was still like a very it was an awesome experience and there's nothing quite like hearing the Seth Roth uh, live and in person absolutely yeah I don't know if I could study that one but definitely uh, gets you in a certain mood (laughs) that's how I feel about One Winged Angel too that's just like a different level of music and that's so interesting right because there's such a variation of video games there's so many genres Mm -hmm. of games and the music is just as um varied and people like it's so funny I was just talking to a client about this of how like we all learn differently because we're different people and I Mm -hmm. I personally I don't know if I'm going to get a flack for this but I don't personally think that the American school system is made for every person like the learning style um so there's music for everyone like there's video game music probably I would say that could appeal to every person potentially um and potentially support you in the way that you feel like you need to be supported in studying I also feel like different video game music might be good for like different areas of study yeah uh like I I remember like I was working on a novel that I like been on and off working on for a very long time and one of the like peaks of me writing it was during like when Undertale had just come out Mm -hmm. and so one of the things I would do when I was writing it is I would listen to like um Undertale music Mm -hmm. and it really got me into like the character that I was writing the perspective of and it just felt really uh it worked really well for that. It also, I, it also worked really well because that was when I was working at a middle school. Helped tremendously with me writing all the notes I had <laughs> for the middle school job, and I had a ton of notes. yeah, always with the notes. Ugh. Yeah, you know, I, I, I'd be curious if there was some kind of study about that, like. And, and not necessarily just video game music, but any kind of music, like do certain genres help people to promote certain types of motivation or like certain types of work? I have no idea. Um, but I would, I would guess to say yes. You know, yeah. some, sometimes you need uplifting music and sometimes you need something just more mellow, like just depending on what the task is or actually also how you're feeling inherently going into the task, right? Like mm-hmm. talking about notes, like I'll, personally, I don't, really necessarily love writing the notes that's probably the <laughs> least favorite part of my job as a therapist mm-hmm. um so I can imagine that maybe something more like motivating more like uplifting something that's like really pushing you towards driving you towards the end um of that task is probably better than something that's like um like uh <laughs> what do you call it like start menu type music where it's just looping mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> And you feel like there's no end to this. Like, oh, shoot, like this whole pile of notes is never going to go away. Yeah. 
That's when you need uh, boss music. Oh yeah, to really up mm-hmm. <laughs> up the ante there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's so interesting though. Now that you now that we talked about it, like a lot of things in life are tasks. You know, a mm-hmm. lot of these things are maybe not a boss, maybe not a mini boss, maybe not even a level, but like we're always trying to strive towards something to accomplish something and maybe that's the reason why video game music pairs so well with life things you're touching on a subject of gamification which is actually something that i think we should research and maybe do a topic on oh i'm not sure if you've heard of it but it's like uh it's a theory where like you can if you gamify tasks Mm-hmm. it makes it more enjoyable to complete and it's like the logic behind there's an app called habitica and it makes it so that like you gain experience and level up for mm-hmm. performing a task mm-hmm. uh and for habitica like you could make your tasks be like make my bed every day go for a walk three times a week and that kind of stuff so like you're building habits and it it's uh it can be really helpful for a lot of people especially if like having for one of the thing about video games is you have tasks that you complete and then you get the uh the re- the award you get <laughs> some kind of award of like even if it's just a congratulations you did it yay sort of deal which how often do we get that in our daily lives for doing things like the dishes? Right. That makes so much sense. I've never heard of it described in that term, <clears throat> like gamify, but I have seen a lot of like therapeutic tools that have been like made into games or like have an element of quest to it, um, which I think is very smart. You know, I don't think I, there's always this debacle, right, about like growing up and being an adult. And I think especially millennials, people in our age range, very fearful of this whole idea of growing up and probably taking us into attention but um you know there's this this huge dysphoria for people our age of like well they told me by 25 if I went to college I'd get a great job oh they told me you know I should have kids like I should be doing all these things and like we don't have that anymore pretty much for people in our age range there is no expectation anymore or like qualification for adulthood so I think that like turning into a game or making it scaffolding yourself into what you want to do whether that's making your bed or taking walks or whatever it is and building those tasks for yourself and building experience and that is so much smarter than us using I don't know the previous generations you know marker markers for what we want to do in the the, the century it's completely different from what they were experiencing at our age and time yeah yeah, the world is is way different. Uh, and there's there's a lot to be said for like making things into a game, which is what the gamification is all about. So I I personally think it's a really it's, it's a more fun way to start getting tasks done because you're going to have to do it no matter what. So you might as well feel like you're accomplishing something more than just the task itself. Yeah, I really challenge anybody out there that's listening and maybe something that you're having difficulty with, whether that's some kind of, you know, New Year's resolution that you made for yourself or just something that you feel like has been really difficult to do or something you've been dragging your feet on. 
maybe turning it into a game and you get to decide what the rules are, which is really cool, um, can really help you to develop that skill. You know, maybe it fun, you know, what's so bad about making it fun, you know, like there's nothing wrong with, with um, enjoying life. Everything doesn't have to be miserable. Yeah. Maybe listening to some video game music while you do it. <laughs> yeah. I'm curious. Like, I'm pretty sure, like, anyone listening to this podcast has probably heard or has a favorite video game soundtrack or music. And I'm wondering, like, what they use it for, too. You know, like, we're talking about mm -hmm. studying specifically, but I can imagine, like I said, like, it's probably good for a lot of things. Um, and I know personally for me when I was doing uh yoga I haven't done yoga in a while because I've just my body has been a mess <laughs> uh but I should get back to it but when I was doing it pretty consistently uh one of the the music that I would have on in the background was just breath of the wild mm -hmm. uh, and it was that was that was amazing. I love Breath of the Wild music. It's so really amazing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a fan favorite, definitely. I guess this this podcast is very much promoting. Zelda. We don't get paid, but Zelda music is very good for a lot of things. <laughs> oh, man. I'm looking forward to Tears of a Kingdom. I know. That's going to be really exciting. So we're definitely going to have to do a podcast on that. One. Definitely. I wonder... I wonder if Candace can help us get going on like a Twitch stream of that. That would be really cool. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, there's a lot I think that could be explored both like psychology wise or in, also in the game. It's interesting because there's a book, not that I'm promoting the book, but there's a book called Psychology of Zelda. I haven't read it yet, um, but it was made a couple of years ago. I'm really curious what it says. I mean, I guess, you know, this can be an ongoing conversation and it, we can take it in so many directions. So I'm really like looking forward to hearing more about music and video game music in particular and how it like develops and helps people. I'm going to actually do some self-study and look into some articles to see if there has been anything made up. And if there is, I'll definitely put, I'll um, send it to you to put in the link so people can, can check those out too. Um, but yeah, there's so much out there, you know, yeah, again, if you learn more, like maybe we could do a part two, maybe we could find like a music therapist and get their oh, perspective on it. That'd be fun. Yeah. And I can, I, again, like talking about the quest and like um, doing so, like um, making games, gamifying um, life tasks there. I think there are some therapists that specialize in that too, especially for people that yeah. are narrow. Yeah. Or have yeah. executive function or executive struggle with executive functioning I've heard that too that that doing game of like making things games can be very helpful yeah especially for like kids too mm -hmm. yeah hmm. okay sounds good no thank you so much for bringing this topic up I'm really interested now yeah I feel like we could definitely do a part two or three or <laughs> in the future yeah, with this know, topic but if you want to hear more about video game music particularly and what you want to hear and we'll We'll make another episode. And what video game music you're listening to and how what it helps you with, whether it's exercise or some kind of menial task or, or going kind of academic task. Hours. What was that? <laughs> or going into labor for 36 hours. <laughs> okay. Well, everybody stay safe out there. Have a good week, everyone. Bye. Thanks for listening. 
If you liked this episode, please comment, like, subscribe, and follow us on social media. Remember to be kind to yourselves this week.